Welcome to the Lynn Sanity Podcast with Caleb Lynn, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network, and on 11.30, Bryce Shaddy. Uh, we just got done watching Monday Night Football. Uh, we're getting the things rolling, man, and we're going to do it in a way that, you know, to be honest with you, you know, it's it, it was a it was a crazy week. A lot of games that, that weren't uh, expected, uh, some games that were, and that's all right because we're going to break them down anyway, right, Bryce? Yes, absolutely we are. And, you know, here's the thing. I mean, you know, there's a couple games that obviously, you know, are, are quote, you know, headliners throughout the week uh, that we touched on the Wednesday preview uh, that at least I did uh, with Ryan Gregory. Uh, that was fantastic. Uh, and, you know, check that out. But, you know, we're going to get into those right here. And, you know, I feel like to start off, you know, you got to talk about the local team, obviously, like we always do. Same show, the Indianapolis Colts coming in with 41 points on a Detroit Lions team. And here, here's the thing. I want to start this off, Bryce. I want to, I want to start it off before you uh, lick your chops. Oh, go ahead. I would, I would, I would, I would start this off by saying, by saying this right here, by saying this right here. If Philip Rivers plays like this, I will shut up the rest of the season. This oh is, boy! This is a, this is a long overdue performance by Shetty. This is long overdue. Oh this boy. is long overdue. You paid him twenty five million dollars to perform like this. 23 of 33, three touchdowns, 262 yards. His QBR was fine. His QBR rating was fine. And here's the thing. Philip Rivers, once again, delivered what the contract says he's delivered. Jonathan Taylor was not playing good. And I don't give a rip, Bryce. I don't give a rip about the ankle. I, I don't. You know, he, he played like trash even with the ankle injury. Wilkins was a, you know, a good, solid piece. He gave you 89 yards. But let's face it. You needed Philip Rivers and you got it. And you got it. And I think he needs to get credit for this. I, 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 I have to give him credit for this. He, in my opinion, is the reason they won this game. I don't even think it's close. He played his most efficient game. He got everybody involved. This is a scary sighting for, for Indy Price because, you know, they don't have star on their, on their outside game. And you know that. They don't have a receiver star. They don't have – they just have a bunch of decent to, to okay players on the outside. And they, they, they didn't have a great defense. And all they did, Bryce, was – is very simply rely on their defense and Philip Rivers performed his best game as a cold all season. Bryce, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giving props to Philip Rivers. I love it. I love hearing you say it, Caleb. Philip Rivers, the last two games, the last two games, these are stats 52 of 77 for 633 yards, yeah. six touchdowns. And the one thing that you hate on him for, Caleb. He's only thrown him. one pick in the last two games, just one. Uh, and he's got okay. 114 passer rating the last two games. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. With a QBR of 18. We love to see With a see QBR it. of 18. You have to say that too. And you have to say the fact that he's tied for 22nd in touchdowns. All I'm saying is the last for this season. Now, if you want to talk about this one game, Bryce, I've told, I've said this many times. I've said this many times. The problem is this is a team that cannot afford to turn the ball over. They cannot afford it. They can't even afford that interception that you just mentioned. 
This is a game that you needed. And you know what? They took advantage of Detroit. Detroit said, okay, we're going to try to have Jeffrey Okuda. Oh, we're going to put on uh, Tracy Walker. All right, rest in peace. We'll show these guys what the NFL is. And that's exactly what the Colts did. They did did their job. Let's see if Phillip Rivers can build off this. I think it's a trickier defense at Baltimore next week, but we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we got a Naeem Hines sighting this week after he kind of disappeared time. after week one. Uh, I mean, two, I mean, two great plays. Uh, Phillip Rivers dropped some, some balls to him and, and one first touchdown, he did the rest. The second one was a beautiful ball by Rivers um, on the wheel route there. Yeah. Um, three yeah. receptions, two touchdowns out of the three. So not yeah. bad. Trey Burton, right. we see him get involved, get involved in the creativity of the offense n- near the goal line. First tight end ever to have a rushing touchdown in back-to-back games. Um, I mean, that's that's pretty good, Caleb. I know everybody's like Mo Alley Cox, Mo Alley Cox, but I told yeah, you guys, I- Trey Burton's coming back from this injury, and he's going to be the guy. And he's certainly shown up these past two weeks for sure. It's I, yeah, but I mean. I mean, I'm going to keep pushing against that train, Bryce. You, you got a young player in Molly Cox. You need to use him. You pay him uh, five. They did. They did. Three, three receptions. Four, four targets, Bryce. Four targets. Who else you got thrown? Who else you got? A, who else you got a wide receiver and tight end to throw targets to? Give well, me a I break. Mean, so, so they threw Give me five a break. targets to Hines and six to Pascal. I mean, Molly uh, Cox was tied for third most targets on the team. So, I mean, he, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, you can make a case he needs to be the leading target guy every week. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Okay. Who else are you going to give it to on the Colts? No, I, I don't think it's Mo Alley. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You all have right. nobody to lead. You know, you have nobody to lead targets right now for the, he's a matchup nightmare period. Okay. And right. Reich, Reich, you know, has had games where he's used that this game. He didn't have to, because he got balanced from everybody and credit goes to credits too. He had Hines yeah. with two touchdowns. It's been long overdue Bryce that Naheem Hines had a good game. And that is all on the coaching staff. That has got nothing to do with the player. That's got all to do with the coaching staff because coaching staff wants to use him like a power back and they don't want to use him like they did today. I mean, Bryce, let's face the facts. When Phillip Rivers came to the Indianapolis Colts, Naheem Hines should be playing an Austin Eckler type of role, receiving back, getting out on those wheel routes, making plays happen. This is the first game where we actually saw him do that. Oh yeah. That's and on I, the coaching staff. Well, and, and I'm very, I'm very pleased by the creativity that we, that we've shown coming off the bye week I mean, that's huge. You know, I I've off camera or off, off mic, I, you know, I've criticized Nick Sirianni and, and Frank Reich with the lack of creativity in the offense. And it's just kind of a bland offense, but um, this week against the lions, I thought was much better. I mean, you're snapping the ball to Trey Burton at the goal line. I mean, what? You don't see that every day. Oh, you don't. Right? I mean, you're, no. you're finally using your gadget guy, Nahi Mines. It had to take Marlon Mack losing him for the year and then Jonathan Taylor with an ankle yeah, injury. Exactly right. Being limited. Exact, you know, that's, and, and the, yes. that's unfortunate. It's, yep, it's it super is. unfortunate, but you know, yep. I mean, this team is finally coming together. I mean, Caleb, I mean, let's talk about this defense here for a second. Yeah, yeah let's do it. I mean, Darius Leonard. He's back, baby. He is back. And he came back with a vengeance. Nine tackles. He even got a sack. Two tackles for loss. Uh, Tyquan Lewis, finally healthy. This dude has been an absolute monster. The, let me give you this. Stats for the last two games for Tyquan Lewis, Caleb Lynn. Eight tackles. Three tackles for loss. 
two and a half sacks and one pass deflection. I, I told you when the, when this guy gets healthy, he's going to be a monster. He's Dude, good. Already stacked defensive line. He's but good. Not not to mention the 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 corners that we have as well. Yeah, yeah we talk about Xavier Rhodes, yeah. Yeah. Kenny Moore, pick six Rightfully this so. week. Yeah, uh, and then Rock Yassin. I gave you this in, in the pre-show. I gave oh, you this yeah. stat. Yep. Rock Yassin has not given up a touchdown and pass coverage since week four of last year. It's a fantastic. Think about stat. that. That is 16 games, Caleb Lynn. Yeah. That is yeah. 16 games he has not given up a touchdown. And people coverage. don't want. Yeah, people don't want to target. People don't want to target that six foot. You know, they don't want to uh, attack uh, Rocky Sin there. I think that's a, a scene there. Sorry, it's a great point. I mean, they they want to make sure that that it's out of their hands. I mean, this is a secondary that is definitely developing. I think, I think Bryce, you're you're right on the nail. And they, they, to be honest with you, Bryce, it's more than those three guys. You know, let's oh, let's just face it. You know, we, we got obviously Blackman and Wills, but I mean, honestly, you look at the rotation of guys they have, right? Former Detroit line himself, Tavon Wilson. Uh, they have TJ Carey. This is it. George Odom, a guy that I've always very, always really liked. The, the Colts have pieces back there, and it's not just the guys that we mentioned, you know, in terms of yeah, who we Buckner, talk about the most. Yeah. Sheldon and, Day. you know, this is, this is, this is a defense that's getting it together and they're healthy now. All right. And, um, and, and here's the other thing I want to add real quick, Bryce. I mean, this is when you see Darius Leonard shake up and really give the Colts what they need. This team does not have superstars besides DeForest Buckner, Darius Leonard and Quentin Nelson. Other than that, they're kind of just, we're going to go with what we got. We're going to roll with what we got. And it is what it is. This is when you get a player like that back for a team like the Colts, it shows. And I'm not even talking about Bryce, the amazing strip sack, fumble thing. That's, that's not what I'm talking about. It just gives the entire defense more confidence when you get a guy that good back in the lineup when guys can start playing in their own roles, feel each other out. That's a dangerous. And here's the thing, Bryce. I mean, this is this was a pretty solid offense. Now, I want to make a couple cases here. I mean, I'm not trying to dismay what the Colts did, but let's just face the reality of it. Kenny Galladay was out with an injury and we, I mean, it is fair to say Kenny Galladay is at least doing something in this game that changes up something with regarding the coverage. He and what Marvin Hall did four receptions under 13 yards. And that's an impact though. That's impactful because Galladay is a guy that you got to put your defense game plan on. You're not, you're telling me right now that Marvin Hall is a guy that they're trying to put the defensive game plan on for the Colts. No, no. no, Hawkinson had a pretty good game. Hawkinson had a very good game. I think, you know, he, he looked good. Uh, I thought Jones uh, with the two touchdowns, obviously. I mean, I know the yards weren't there, but uh, something to keep an eye on. But the run defense looked good. And that's the pride of this team. This is, this is the, that's the D line. You know, that's what the Colts want to do is take out your run game. I mean, for crying out loud. Yards. Yeah. 29 yards. DeAndre Swift had one yard. It's, it's honestly pathetic though. They didn't even give carry on Johnson, you know, any carries either. I, no. just, I thought that was atrocious. I, I mean, and that's not to, to dismay anything that the Colts did. It's just kind of playing devil's advocate. Cause obviously we know Bryce is, you know, all about the Colts here, but in all, in all seriousness, I mean, this is a game where it was just full domination, second quarter, fourth quarter, finished off halves well, and they just took it to them. 
And I don't really think there's much more to say outside of that. Uh, this was a good win uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. And, and they face the Ravens next week. Uh, Ravens are, uh, you know, we'll touch about them because obviously they, you know, are, are losing some guys and and doesn't look like, you know, some guys are going to be there, unfortunately, because of COVID. So obviously we'll have to follow along with that. But, you know, either way, I mean, this is a good test for the Colts uh, coming up next week. So that'll be fun to watch, Bryce. 100%. Can't wait. Yeah. And and here's the thing. I mean, speaking of the Indianapolis Colts and in general, I, I mean, I think that them, you know, and the Titans and, and everything that happened, I mean, you know, I think Bryce, you know, for our headline this week, this is what I told you before the show, I think the AFC, man, I think that's the headline. I think that's the headline, to tell you the honest truth. I think this is the headline because this is a team – really, this – this whole AFC conference is being shuffled nonstop. I mean, sure, Pittsburgh is undefeated and they look like they're going to be very good this season, but it seems like everybody else is kind of in this little intertwine. Obviously, we saw, you know, Cleveland lose. We saw some teams kind of falling back from the, uh, you know, the back end a little bit. So, Bryce, I mean, overall, just a little quick thought here. What are your thoughts on the AFC and what the direction is in that conference right now? Well, I mean, the Steelers obviously put put some distance between themselves and the Ravens and the Browns in the AFC North, uh, you yeah, know, defeating the Ravens. Yeah, which, yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. Uh, Titans drop two in a row. Uh, Colts win two in a row. They're, yeah. they're both five and two. So that's yeah. setting up a, a marquee matchup down the line here. Um, Chiefs obviously rolling in the AFC West right now. Yeah. Um, they got, uh, looks like a three-game lead. On, yeah. on the Raiders. Um, Bills, uh, I don't think they're out of the woods yet. Interesting um, division. Yeah, it's an interesting division. Bills, you know, they're, they've won two in a row. The Dolphins yeah. have won three in a row. Still a two-game lead for I the agree. Bills, though, so I'm, I'm not too concerned. Patriots look pathetic right now. They do um, look pathetic, I agree. I, w- I would definitely – I think the AFC South and the AFC North are the two divisions to watch here. I think they're going to be the most exciting down the stretch. A lot can happen, though. A lot can happen in this, in this season. Um, but those are the two divisions I'm really looking at here in the AFC. Uh, well, I'll tell you, I mean, in in these in these couple divisions, I mean, you know, obviously we're looking at, you know, a lot of potential chases down the line. You know, I think the only division that's pretty safe might be Kansas City. Uh, but, you know. To play devil's advocate here, Oakland did beat Kansas City, Bryce, and uh, they're not they afraid of them. So, sure. I mean, this is this is a division, you know. So, I really think we have a lot of, uh, you know, things to look out for in this division. Obviously, when you look at the seven spots, I mean, Bryce, I'm I'm sorry, I'm not buying on Cleveland holding on to that seven spot. No, I, I think you could see a team potentially slip in there, you know, especially if you're going to play uh, the way that you did. Uh, this last week, it's just inexcusable. And I mean, you got to come out and, you know, put a punch to their mouth. And and it seems like there's going to be a lot of switch ups and matchups are key. I mean, for an example, the Colts in particular, they moved up a spot, right? They would have possibly had to have played somebody they didn't want to play. Now you're looking at a team like Buffalo. You know, that's a significantly different as opposed to facing a team like KC. So, I think the AFC is going to be fun to watch. I thought that with all of the, the as what Bryce mentioned, Titans and and Patriots and, um, you know, a lot of these teams, in my opinion, uh, just a lot of shuffle uh, and something to keep an eye on. We'll do something like this for the NFC moving forward. But I really felt like this was a good time to talk AFC, do a little quick reminder to just be like, hey, 
you know, there's a lot going on, a lot of shuffle. We'll see where it goes. And moving forward, Bryce, uh, we'll do our uh, we'll do our roundup here, and uh, you know, I'll I'll get it going by this game. Uh, this was a game that the game that everybody wanted to watch, Bryce. Uh, everybody wanted to follow along with, and that was the Baltimore Ravens at Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Baltimore Ravens twenty-eight to twenty-four, and the Steelers are seven and zero, and the Ravens are five and two. And the Ravens are five and two, Bryce Shaddy, because of Lamar Jackson. Yep. They're five and two because of Lamar Jackson. And the fact of the matter is that, you know, you cannot afford to turn the ball over two times off interceptions and then fumble as much as you did. And that's just what it comes down to because the defense didn't play that bad. The running game didn't play that bad. I mean, you needed more out of the passing game, Bryce. I mean, you can't have Hollywood Brown only with two targets. That's just inexcusable. And you can't have Mark Andrews performing a duck like that. So, I mean, with the, with the, you know, with this game, I'll be honest, the Pittsburgh Steelers took care of business. I'm not sitting here saying, okay, I learned something different about Pittsburgh. I I don't say that Mm -hmm. Baltimore. It's like, okay, Lamar, you know, I'm not willing to go there yet, but the narrative has to has to be mentioned, Bryce. It has to be mentioned uh, that big games are starting to fade away from Lamar Jackson, and he is going to need to show people why he is this good of a quarterback. He can't just demolish the teams he's supposed to beat. He's got to come out and beat the teams that are really good, that are elite. And this this. I'm not the I I don't believe in that statement, but that narrative has to be out there. And so, Bryce, I'll let you take that away if you think that that's a a narrative to actually put on him, or how you even see the Ravens after this loss. Because I feel like Pittsburgh did what Pittsburgh always has done. Yeah, well, I mean, and and before the season started, Caleb, I like to say that we previewed this division. Yes, uh, myself and and Ryan Gregory, I believe. And I told you guys, and it wasn't popular with either of you guys, but I said, you're going to see a regret. I'm worried about Lamar Jackson and his passing ability. And this, and this game shows exactly why. And and this, this is what Mike Tomlin said in his post-game interview. He was asked a question about Lamar Jackson specifically and and the interceptions that he threw. And his response was basically, we respect Lamar Jackson but we are not afraid of Lamar Jackson. And that's, that's what that's what teams were last season. They were afraid of Lamar Jackson, what he was going to do them. And now he has lost that. He has lost that wow factor to them. It's, Oh, you're just a running quarterback. Oh, we'll, we'll just seal off the edge. You're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to, and good luck throwing the ball. If if we have a good secondary, good luck, which Pittsburgh has an excellent secondary. And I mean, like you said, two fumble recoveries, two interceptions, including one pick six, four sacks, Four yep, sacks I, for the yeah. for the Steelers defense. Yeah, yeah. And you you know Pittsburgh, they they finally played a, a, a relatively clean game offensively. Claypool had the one fumble, but you don't have any picks out of Big Ben who played a exactly. decent game. Yep. Uh, James Conner wasn't phenomenal, but he did get the touchdown. Um, well, yeah. And Ebron and Claypool with a, with a touchdown catch each. They played a good game. I mean, when it when it yeah. comes to Lamar though. I mean, the thing that you have to remember about Lamar is, okay, he's going to run the ball. He's going to get yards. But can you, can you stop the big play factor? And that's what Pittsburgh did. They, they exactly wrestled right. him in, into – they just stopped all the big plays. Yeah, right? that's exactly and, right. And then you, you see after the game, Hollywood Brown tweets yeah. his displeasure with the yeah. Greg Roman offense, which 
in my opinion, has never yeah. been a good offense for receivers. Right. I, well, and, yep. and and now we 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 were talking about Greg Roman as a potential head coach candidate, but oh, right now, I mean, it, <laughs> I, I wouldn't oh, want no anything way. to do with an offense oh, because no way. his yep. offense looks bland. There's no creativity. It's okay, no we're change. Gonna, yep. We're gonna Lamar Jackson ran the ball 16 times, so he ran it more than J.K. Dobbins. And he ran dumb. as many times as Gus Edwards. And that's dumb because Gus Edwards is a good running back. Right. So, And Lamar Jackson only completes 13 of his 28 passes. It, he I had agree. a QBR of 12 yep. and a half. It's not good enough. It's not no, good it's, enough. It's not. It's not. And I don't know if Des Bryant is going to come out and be the savior. That's, I don't I don't think You he can't is. put that pressure on, though. You can't no, put that pressure I, on him. I yeah. don't. And where was this Ravens defense? You know, I'm what, not concerned what, on that. I mean, you, you did have Judon get ejected for making contact with a ref. That's a low IQ, or in the words of Zach Griffin, that's a low IQ ejection. That's yeah. low IQ. You can't do stuff like that. I, I'll agree with that. But you, you know, got uh, Ngakwe in the, you, know, you got Ngakwe kind of, you know, starting to get used to the defense. You, you I'll, I'll push back on this. You, I mean, the only, the only thing that I think is something to keep an eye on is, you know, if Humphrey is, you know, it's looking like he's not going to play next week. He is, he is so you're going to have, you're going to have some depth. You know, they have very good depth at corner anyway. They're going to just have Peters. Yeah. They're going to have Jimmy Smith. Uh, they'll be fine. They're looking to possibly get a guy in the deadline. Uh, look, maybe Brian Poole from the Jets, Bryce. And, and I think that's, you know, if they get a piece like that, maybe to just help them through that. But to be they honest, a left tackle now. Twenty. I I agree with that. That's they another position Stanley. they could look at. Yeah. It, to me, the the Ravens holding the Raven holding the Steelers to twenty eight points. I don't. I am not terribly concerned with that. I think the Ravens are. I don't think defense is the problem. I think it's purely offense. I think it's the, you know, the Ravens are going to get it fixed on defense. Offense has been the biggest question for them all year. Greg Roman's a boring offensive coordinator. He's boring. He's not good. He's boring. He's not getting a head coach. If he gets a head coaching job, that's ridiculous, Bryce. I I agree. I agree. That's ridiculous. That's, that's about, that's about as worse. Yeah. That's about as bad as, you know, you know, a bad, bad scrambled eggs. You know, it's it's bad. You can't fry if you don't if you don't make them right. You know, they're going to taste like crap, and that's exactly what Greg Roman is—a crappy offensive coordinator at this moment. Yeah. yeah. And and you know, Bryce, here's another game that I know that you know I was mentioning mentioning to uh, to Ryan Gregory about that. Uh, you know, I'm pleasantly shocked uh, with the result out of this is the Miami Dolphins uh, beating the Rams twenty eight to seventeen, and you know. Here's the I'm kind of sick and tired of this. I, there is no way in the world I'm panicked if I'm the Los Angeles Rams. I'm not panicked at all. My rating is like at a two, maybe a three out of ten. I'm I'm not that panicked. This is a team that is gonna figure it out with offensive creativity. I'm not even to the slightest concern. This is this is a this is not a huge deal that the Rams lost, in my opinion. You still see what's making them good. I'm not taking a significant amount away from Miami either, though. I want to push back on that. I think Tua only had, I think Tua was not very good. And he mentioned that in the game. I mean, 12 of 22, he had a QBR of 25. That's not good enough. Uh, Gaskin at 47 yards. That's not good enough. Uh, Devontae Parker only getting one reception on two targets. Rice, I understand he has Ramsey on him, but two targets. That's not good enough. This is a team that had, that this was not a, 
holy crap, the Dolphins are real. This is a competitive team, which is not new, but you and I have made this point many times. This is a competitive football team in Miami, but to sit up here, put Miami on a pedestal after this win. No, thank you. I'm not doing that. Bryce, take it away. Yeah, I'm going to push back on that, though. I'm going to push back on the on the Tua and the Gaskin and and the uh, the Go ahead. I don't know why you would, though. I'm I'm going to because here here's why they didn't have to do anything. They didn't have to do anything. It, it was this is this is all about Miami's defense and special teams. Listen to this. It, it is. So I agree. With the, it. Yeah. The, the Dolphins' defense. They had they had a scoop and score. They Dolphins had two sacks. Good. They yeah. had a punt return for a touchdown. They had two interceptions. They had two fumble recoveries. And so one of them was a scoop and score. The other one was another scoop. And they got downed at the one yard line and Miles Gaskin punched it in from the one yard line. The offense didn't have to do anything. So I'm not going to sit here and say that it wasn't good enough. I'm just saying they did what they oh, needed God. to do to preserve this win. Look, I, I'm, I'm looking I'm at okay. it from a moving forward perspective, yeah. I guess. That's fine. But yeah. here's the thing. I, this, is, this game couldn't have gone more perfectly for Tua if you're going to play like that. You know, if, if you're going to limit. If the I offense agree with is, that. If the OC is going to limit your what you're going to do and you're going to pound the rock with Miles Gaskin 18 times, right? This is a perfect game. It is a good game. Fact, like, I agree with that. This gets your feet wet. That you know, he throws his first touchdown to to the number one receiver on the team. You know, start working that chemistry. I know two targets isn't a lot, but he he only no, threw I know the ball what you mean. I, that's times, a very valid know? point. That's so, a very valid point. I, but I am a little panicked here for the Rams, though, because you you're telling me you can't figure it out. We we laud and we praise Sean McVay one week, and then he comes back and he puts up this. I mean, what, what about? It's the turnovers of golf if you're going to bash okay, something. Okay, okay, then then why? But that's my other thing. This is my other problem. Like, we praise Les Snead, too. Jared Goff sure. is a very average quarterback. He is a very average quarterback. He doesn't okay. deserve the contract that he got. Okay, he no, is a I agree system quarterback. He is a system quarterback. This is Sean McVay's system. You're telling me that if Sean McVay was paired with somebody like Patrick Mahomes – that they wouldn't be 16 and 0 like every season. It's not, come on, Bryce. Come on. I'm not trying to play that. I'm not trying to play that wave oh, game. But, I know what you're going, what but, but I, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, I don't, I don't know. I'm so I'm frustrated with the Rams personally. I'm, I'm frustrated with them. So you think I, they should be better? They should be better because, okay. because of how much hype okay. that Sean McVay and, and they, and they build the new stadium and they have this amazing stadium and, and you come out and you just have these duds of games. Okay. You're you're five and three. Do, do I, you do you remember what division team. they're playing in? They're playing in the West, and that's a good division. Wait, you're you're battling you're battling Russell Wilson. You're battling. Sure. You're you, bat- are. you know what? They're lucky the 49ers are injured. Oh. Because there, there is the potential that the Rams could be in last place if the Niners are healthy. Because you have the Cardinals as well up and coming team. They, they got Deandre Hopkins. Now they got a solid defense. Like they are extremely fortunate that the, that the Niners have been injured. Have you seen the list of their injuries, Caleb? I mean, it is ridiculous. And the Rams are healthy and they're five and three. I don't want to hear it. I, I am worried about the Rams. I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm extremely worried. I I don't see why you are. I think if you look at this game and you just sit there and put the panic button on them, that's fine. But in the long term, they still have scheme. They still have a decent defense. I just, I don't see, I don't see the full, I got to hit the panic button, Bryce. I don't see that. I don't, I don't see where you're going with that. 
I don't, unless you're saying that, you know, and, and I get where you're coming. You're just kind of saying, okay, you think this should be better. But Bryce, I mean, at this point, they're looking like they're going to make the playoffs. Nobody thought they were making well, the playoffs. I, I, would, I would want to play the Rams. I would want to play them. From the teams that are in there? Yeah. I'd, I, yeah, sure. I'll play the Rams. Because, I mean, like, Sean McVay is going to try to get cute. That's what he does. He tries to get cute with things. Stop it. Stop it. Get the uh, get the ball I'll, to your playmakers. Uh, okay. Get the stop stop trying to throw. To, I can hear that. Stop trying to throw to like I can you know, all these random just yep. no. Get it to Robert Woods. Get it yep. to Cooper Cup. I get agree. It, you need to integrate Van Jefferson more. I think that kid's got. Yeah, a I agree. Future. That's a good point. I agree with that. And, and that's a good. Tyler Higby is a very talented player. And yeah, he's hurt though. He's pick a running back. Pick one. They won't do that. You know. Pick that. one. You, you know that, Bryce. Well, Come on. <laughs> Come on, did you, you know, know they're hey, not doing that. You know hey, they're not doing that. Did did you know I I just noticed this. Did you notice that Cooper Cup had 21 targets? Yeah. That was 21, a 21 yeah, targets. I mean, it it shows you they're Holy trying to crap. get it in there and and Dude, I mean, at what? the same time, I'm just, you know, let's face the facts here. I mean, this is I mean, Reynolds is pretty solid for them as well. I, I'm okay. not I'm not I'm not I get what you mean, Bryce. You're expecting them to be better, but no one thought they were going to eat. A lot of people didn't even think they could make the playoffs. And I I think, you know, getting the playoffs, setting it up may not be a bad thing, but I, I, I can I'm hear out your players. argument that, you know, I, you know, in terms of other teams, but I, I mean, I, I don't think the Rams are a bad football team at all. I, I, I don't think that at all. I'm out on the Rams. Yeah, I think that's ridiculous. All right, moving forward, we have the Minnesota Vikings who decided to actually do what they do best, which is run the football and beat the Green Bay Packers. And, uh, I mean, that's really all they did. I mean, they just ran the football and they played decent defense. And, uh, Bryce, they exposed the Packers. There's no other way to put it. You got, any, yeah. you got anything else to say on that? Yeah, yeah, I do, actually. So right uh, Minnesota actually figured out a way to win. And you know what it is, Caleb? You know what the secret sauce was? Go ahead. It, it's not Dalvin Cook. It's only letting Kirk Cousins throw the ball 14 times. <laughs> but, but, but you know what, Caleb? That's exactly right. Albeit, albeit, it was a very efficient 14. He was 11 of 14 for 160 yeah, yards and a touchdown, about to say, right? It, yeah. Right? But yeah. get this. I haven't seen – of running back run it this much 30 times for Dalvin cook coming off an injury. I mean, that's like unheard of, right? Usually you want to be careful. You just pay Dalvin cook a bunch of money. You kind of want to be careful with him coming off an injury. No, let's give it to him 30 times. They, they had got 163 yards. This. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. And, yep, and you know did. what? They expose the Packers defense for what they are. And no one, everybody's been afraid of the bad man, Aaron Rodgers, and he still is a bad man. And he was a very bad man in this game, but no one is attacking the, the Packers front seven, right? You don't, you don't want to attack Jair Alexander. Okay. That dude no. is legit. Yeah, he is. He is and legit. Amos. And Amos. Amos is legit. Right. Yeah. But that front seven, that front seven, and that's always that. been the knock on Green Bay. I agree with that. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, you you lo- you let go years. Blake Martinez, who is playing at a very high level still. Okay, you don't have Clay Matthews anymore, right? Yeah. yeah. Blake Martinez has a phenomenal game tonight, Caleb. Don't don't give me that. But Kenny Nothing Clark, money. Kenny Clark's got to be better. Kenny Clark's got to be better. 
you know? Uh, I mean, again, okay. Aaron Rodgers didn't play a bad game, right? 27 to 41, three touchdowns. Devontae Adams did his thing, right? You kind of expect a little more from Jamal Williams, especially in the passing game. You know, he's really your, your best guy, um, but only six receptions on 27 yards. I mean, he ran the ball somewhat effective. That's what I'd say. I'm not bashing that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that's all the blame, but I mean, I'm kind of going to put that on Minnesota, but I think this was the difference in the I game. Agree. This is the difference in the game, right? Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers was going to throw up a Hail Mary and they got to him. They got to him and forced the fumble. Cause I mean, we know what, we know what Aaron Rodgers can do on these Hail Marys, right? Yeah, you, yeah we do. And I mean, just an amazing chase down on Aaron Rodgers to end the game. And, you know, Minnesota needed this win. This and could Green be a Bay, nice win for them. Down yeah, Green this Bay, could be a nice win for them. To get yeah, Green Bay should not have dropped this game. No, they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have dropped this game. It happens, though. Division rivalry, divisional games, stuff happens. Yeah. It just happens. We'll move. You know, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not ready to panic on Green Bay, but I think it, it's, it's a touch concerning. I mean, they, losing, getting diced up by Tampa Bay. And then you go in and you kind of lose to a sorry Minnesota team that's kind of been left for dead that really didn't have a lot of bright spots other than Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson. Um, yeah, nice win for Minnesota, though. Yeah. Sunday night came into play, and unfortunately we had two oh. piece of trash teams play each oh. other. And the oh. Philadelphia Eagles beat the Dallas Cowboys 23-9. Oh. And oh. – uh, this was a trash football game. You know what? I'll I'll take this one, Kill. I- Two trash teams. Go ahead. Like I I kept I kept asking myself, like, why am I watching this? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, like let me so okay. So watch Each your guy team, Carson Wentz who you've been raving your head about. That's what you've been doing. Dude, I so there were so each team allowed four sacks. Each team fumbled the ball twice and lost two fumbles. And then Carson Wentz threw two interceptions. So you're telling me there's a total and lost of two fumbles. turnovers. There's <laughs> I mean, there's a total six turnovers in a game. I I don't and and you know, Dallas Kellen Moore and the Cowboys try to get cute with their play calling. They're like running some wildcat yeah, bullcrap. Yeah, that, yeah like, they were. That was like, dumb. Like nothing is no do, need. like there's no need. I, I don't even have anything to talk, yeah. talk about. Like yeah, the no. Eagles got it done <laughs> just by default. It was kind of like, yeah. they. I mean, here's what I, okay. Here's my one positive. Okay? Yeah, go ahead. Jalen yeah, Rager's back, you know, but he had three receptions for 16 yards and a touchdown. I mean, like, that's all I you want to talk about. It's going to be fine. And Fulgham obviously showed up six receptions, 78 yards and a touchdown. I mean, Boston Scott was gashing the Dallas defense. I mean, the Dallas defense is still god awful. Um, just shaky right now. Yeah, it's, I just it's shaky. No, I mean, this is this was a horrid game. But I want to make a point because I'm I'm so sick and tired of I'm so sick and tired of you talking about about, about him at this level. And this is when you got to sit there and listen to me and shut up. Carson Wentz was 15 of 27 with two touchdowns, two picks and lost two fumbles and faced a defense that's been absolutely crap. And you can't tell me, Bryce Shaddy, that Carson Wentz, that Carson Wentz right now as a quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles deserves as much money as he does compared to somebody like Bodanucci and how he played last night. 
last night. I'm not talking overall. I'm talking last night. Third, Carson Wentz did not play good. Eat it. Eat it. Carson Wentz needs to be a better player than this. I don't hold him. I hold him to a high standard because I know that's what he can be, Bryce. I held him to a high standard because I think Carson Wentz has MVP potential. That's what I think of Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has that ability. Carson Wentz played like garbage in this game. It's inexcusable, Bryce Shaddy, that you continue, you continuously ignored him and you know didn't even get into him. It was a ridiculous game, ridiculous performance. You know, that for the Dallas side, this is the way they're going to play with the Nucci quarterback. This is the way they're going to play. Get used oh. to. It. They're going to be boring. They're going to be bland. They're not going to run the ball enough with Zeke. They have no offensive line, and it's just going to be a shake up in the passing game. It's, Get no. used to it. I'm not even getting into that. I don't 23 even to 9 Philly lead. Can we not talk about I mean, can, okay, wait. I mean, Philadelphia is the sole leader of the division now. And, you know, it's funny is, you know, I think right. the Cowboys are out of it, but Washington They're not could at the same time. Up. Washington I mean, could sneak up and get this. Just I kind of think that that's not out, out of the woods. Just and to be honest with you, that's kind of what I'm hoping for, just to see a mix up. Oh my gosh! The in in moving moving out of that. Of Thank the hole, you. We got the Thank we got you. the Bills and the Patriots and the Bills won 24 to 21. Uh, Josh Allen actually played well. I, I shouldn't say played well, but he played, you know, okay against a Belichick, uh, you know, a defense, which, you know, he has had struggles with in the past. Uh, but Bryce, I, I got something I want to talk about with uh, you on the bills that we haven't really talked about. And to be honest with you, I don't know why. Okay. Devin Singletary and Zach Moss is a little interesting right now. Zach Moss with two touchdowns with 81 yards and hand the same amount of carries. My question to you is, can the Buffalo Bills go with a two-running back punch, or is one guy taking it over the other? And how good can this – they're six and two. You criticize the schedule. You know, you think that they're about to, you know, get hit with the log slam. But, I mean, do you do you think that – what's your takes on the Bills offensively and the way that they played against a team in New England who – I'm not afraid to sit up here and say they're a piece of trash right now. Oh yeah, yeah. New England's a train wreck. I mean, as far as the Buffalo oh, train wrecks guy, being a sissy about it, Bryce. Come on now. You're right. It's atrocious. Bill Belichick <laughs> made his excuses this week, which we've never seen Bill Belichick make excuses. This is new territory. All I'm right? saying is, it sounded like it. He didn't say it like these are excuses. I it he just said, sounded like it. He said. He said. Well, no, no, no. His direct quote was, "This is not an excuse. It's a fact." That's what he said to try to cover it up. Right, come on, dude. Come on. Come on. I mean, but as far as I, let's let's go back to the Buffalo run. Let's go back to the Bills. Yep. So, in my opinion, Zach Moss should be the feature back. Devin Singletary has been garbage this year. He's been garbage. I, I, like I really Devin. don't. I, I like Devin. He's fine, but like he hasn't wowed me this season. I give Zach Moss, give the kid a chance, and and they show and the Bills give yeah, him a they chance. Did. He's got, he got yeah, two, they touchdowns. Did. Yep. two touchdowns. Yeah, two touchdowns. Yep. To Singletary zero. That's exactly right, Caleb. I have to praise the Bills here for a second. Oh, it's been overdue, but go on. Okay. They found a way to win the game. Oh, Lord. Where Josh Allen played badly. And I'm impressed. I'm impressed because they stuck to the run game. Yeah. And and Josh Allen was not great. He was 11 of 18. He only threw the ball yeah, 18 times, 154 yeah, yeah. yards, and a yeah. pick. He threw a pick. Yeah, that's a strategy okay. on McDermott, though. Yeah. Okay. 
but he ran, he was, they were committed to the run game and I'm they here were. for that. I'm they here are. for that. And yeah. I mean, back to the Patriots. <sighs> Damien Harris. Damien Harris game. was the bright spot. Cam Newton, though, again, like I, I, I really hate like hating on Cam Newton right now because I, I just don't think this is his fault. Like no, he's just not I, throwing the ball to anybody. Oh, no, there's I, no, there's nobody he's throwing the ball to. Caleb. A part of a part of it is Bryce. You can't just ignore the fact and blame the receivers without blaming the quarterback. You, you, come on, he, come on. I mean, here's the thing. I think their receivers are hideous. It's probably the worst in the league. But Cam Newton, it didn't has not been playing well for them. He has not been playing well for them, and I understand that a part of that is a bigger deal. But you come on, Bryce. I understand you don't think New England's got the receivers, but no. to say that Cam Newton is is getting bailed out because of this now that's a stretch. No, I'm bailing, that's him, a stretch. I'm bailing him out for that. That's I'm bailing him out for that because that's I know we've seen what Cam Newton can do. Caleb, come on, when with he better has, weapons, has, yes. with better weapons. Yes. Yes. I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to put all this on Cam Newton. Okay. All right. I'm not, we'll see I'm what not he does gonna do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not putting all of it on Cam. I'm just saying you got to, you, 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 the fact you're bailing him out, that's the part that's ridiculous. You're bailing him out right now. You're bailing him out. You're, you're telling me out. that if he didn't have one legit receiver, they don't win this game. Who? Give me a guy. Okay. Say Just they had. A... Say they had. Okay, well, let's think. I mean, who would be like on the block? So, say he had somebody like Will Fuller. Um. Uh, <laughs> for me, no. But I can hear the argument. I can hear the argument. I don't know. I. Um, I but but I know what you mean. I know what you mean. He has no weapons. I. It, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying I think you can't Jacoby just blame Myers the weapons. Leading I know, but you can't just blame the weapons and not just and not put some on the. Jacoby court. Myers. It was bad. Have you ever Bryce, heard of Jacoby Myers? Have you ever I mean, heard of him? Not before this season. Okay. Not before this season. That's okay. All. But Julie, Gary come on. Bird. Have you heard of him? No, I, I don't even know what his first name is. Okay. Zuber. Who's Zuber? All right. Who's Izzo? All right. All right, we got games to cover, Bryce. Come That's on. what I thought. And it's and I've been make I made my point clear to you. I said it's got something to do with the weapons, Fair but at the same time, Fair it's also got something to do with the quarterback too. Come on, come on. Bengals beat the Titans. Shockingly, thirty-one to twenty with four offensive linemen out. Bryce with. With uh, four offensive linemen out, uh, every you know AJ Green not playing like he you know did the last two weeks, but Tyler Boyd, T Higgins doing their thing, uh, Giovanni Bernard getting in the action with two touchdowns, and uh, I'll be honest, Bryce, I know you're gonna you know, you're probably gonna take the Titans on this, and that's okay. I'll go at it from Cincy's perspective. This is a great win for them. This is a great win for them, and I'm I you know and I. Here's the thing. I'm going to play the advocate here. I'm sick and tired of talking about the Tennessee narrative that I know you're going to get into. I'm sick and tired of it. Joe Burrow had a very, a very efficient game at 26 of 37. He made huge throws the entire game. And even then he had a couple throw. He had some throws where it was just T Higgins was just, I saw a little bit of the game, just saw a little bit of it, tried to catch what I could. He had some throws where it was like, okay, all right, T. Higgins, you just made a nice play. All right, Tyler Boyd, we know how good you are. We get it. You know, he had plays like that in this game, but, you know, 
the argument that I want to make about Burrow is we've never said Joe Burrow was Patrick Mahomes in arm strength. We've never said that Joe Burrow is a, he's a guy that's going to beat you up with his noggin. That's how he's going to beat you. He's going to beat you with his noggin. He's not going to beat you with physical talent. That's exactly what he did against Tennessee Titans. That's exactly what he, did. he beat him with his mind. He made the right throws. He knew the routes. He had the timing and the connection with his receivers. And this is a game that should be encouraging him moving forward. This is a big win, I think, for Cincinnati. Jeremy Bates, very underrated player, played well Jesse, for them. Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates, sorry. I mean, this is this is a good this is a good win. A good win for them. And Bryce, I'll let you take it away on Tennessee. And you don't get into Cincy because I know you got plenty on Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, this this Titan stuff, man, is very concerning, isn't it? I, I think mean, it's fact, more concerning than the Rams. I, I mean, oh, yeah, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I mean, here's I the thing. It, yeah. Here's the thing. Defensively for Tennessee, right? Um, obviously, you mentioned Cincinnati had four offensive linemen go out, right? Yep. And we know how bad that offensive line has been well, for sure Cincinnati, did. right? Yep. Tennessee didn't get one single sack on Joe Burrow. Inexcusable. It's embarrassing. It it's is, embarrassing. It is embarrassing. You're telling tell me, you tell signed. me two offensive linemen on. I heard this on another podcast today. Tell me two offensive linemen on the Bengals without. Thank you. Uh, well, can Billy you even Price, do it? Billy Price filled in. Billy uh, Price. Ohio State guy. Billy center, Price and it's, Michael Jordan from another Ohio State guy. Uh, forgot about the Ohio State bias. Okay, you're welcome. All right. Okay. You're welcome. I okay. know where my guys are at. And by the way, uh, by the way, okay. Joe Burrow shouted out Billy Price this week. And Billy Price should be starting. He should be the starting center. He's been sucking since he's been I don't, there. But, I, but he had played a phenomenal game, and he's played himself back in the lineup. That's just my little tangent. Anyways, back to Tennessee, right? You couldn't you, – you didn't force any turnovers against a rookie quarterback – and you, you just obviously Derrick Henry is going to do his. You thing, signed right? Jadavia Clowney, right? Bryce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You signed Clowney, and he does nothing. You know what he did? You know what he did for you? You paid him all that money. He got you one tackle. One tackle. One tackle. One tackle, Bryce. Cool. You got me one tackle. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. And and, and 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 Tannehill. It's not. It's not like when you look at this. Like Tennessee oh, yeah. it, on paper, like Tennessee didn't play a bad game, right? Tannehill no. turned the ball over once through a pick. Uh, Corey. Corey Davis sighting Caleb Lynn. How's that? Eight receptions, yeah, 128 uh, yards. Long overdue. Right, right. Yeah. Where's AJ Brown? We've been where's calling. where's Johnny Smith? I don't know what to think about the Johnny Smith thing is a big deal, but Brown is weird because I mean he had the touchdown. So it's like right. you're not you're obviously trying to get to him, but I know that's what you're That's your big mean. play guy. That's yeah, your big play guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Um I mean, back to the defense. I mean, Tennessee, they just they just made a trade. Uh, to try to strengthen up that that uh, that sure they did uh, yeah, secondary King. yeah but it seems like you might want to shore up that defensive line you know they, like I, they, I don't well, know you know I, they've spent a ton of assets on that though I don't think they're going to be willing to do it easily right you know I, come on now it's just it, it's just weird you know you find and Joe Burrow finally goes off and I, Caleb I yeah it's concerning man. It's it going to be concerning. interesting for the Titans. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. You know, five and two, five and two Colts are right there. They're dead. Yeah. Even that's going to be interesting down the line. Yeah. You know, the, Bryce, the, the next game to talk about here, in my opinion, game we mentioned on Wednesday, you know, with me and Ryan saints and bears saints, 26, 23 Chicago scoring 23 points. I kind of had to uh, do a double take. 
uh, you know, because of how bad it looked like they were going to be. Uh, but, you know, Allen Robinson got going. Obviously, you know the type of pro that he is. You you and I both know that, Bryce. Uh, but, you know, Montgomery with 21 carries and 89 yards, you know, it's not not not, not ideal, but it's not bad. It's, uh, you know, especially for Chicago's, <laughs> for Chicago's uh, holy gift. Uh, 21 carries and 89 yards isn't good enough. Nick Foles, <laughs> I mean, he has no time. It wasn't bad. He has yeah. no time. But five sacks. Yeah. They gave up five sacks. It's not. And the defense is still doing their thing. That's the sad part. There's nothing to criticize about the defense. However, offensively and really for the Saints in general, I really like what this does for them. This is a grinded out, grimy game. Yep. On You know, I think this is a win that should really – we should be sitting here like, okay, if they get Michael Thomas back, this will be fine. They handled yeah. this fine. Drew Brees looked fine. Camara's Camara. Jared Cook has been really hot since he's been healthy. He's been a touchdown machine. Mm-hmm. They've they need to be they need to do more with Taysom Hill though. Is that is that Griffin's boy? Is that Griffin's they need to boy? Do, they do. You paid him seven million dollars. <laughs> yeah, two well, of I mean, thirty. He, he got no rushing. He caught oh, a touchdown. Okay, okay but Bryce, Bryce. You paid him that much money, okay? He basically got all of his cat. He got a twenty yard kit, twenty yards on one catch. So in reality, you know, basically more or less one catch. And the problem that I have with the Saints is they have guys that they can try to use to be more versatile, and they don't use them all the way, you know. But either way, good win for them to beat the Bears the way that they did, fight through it the way they did. Because I'm not huge on the Bears. I don't think you are either. I think we like the defense, but we're not crazy about their overall team. No. But this is a win that's very beneficial for the Saints in terms of how they got it done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're going to, they're going to get healthier, you know, and that, and that's, that's the big thing for them is Sanders is going to come back from COVID. That's good. Uh, hopefully Michael Thomas is going to come back healthy. Yeah, and well. yeah, I mean, this is Drew Brees is, show, is trying to show you that he's not washed yet. He's not there. No, 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 he's not. I mean, this is, they're flying no, by no, the no. seat of their pants. They're five yeah. and two. Uh, they're keeping pace with, with uh, the Buccaneers. Um, great and it's gonna oh oh it's gonna be oh it's gonna be great i think it's gonna be great and the way we we saw tampa play tonight yeah i don't know what's gonna happen that game oh yeah i know it's gonna be a heck of a it's gonna be better than eagles cowboys you're darn right it is that's that's about as yeah bingo i'm excited that's all i can say yep i'm excited broncos coming back beating the chargers in a uh uh chargers blew a lead bryce they blew a lead uh, Anthony Lynn Again. blew a lead. Again. Uh, Drew Locke, uh, three t- t- three TDs and a pick. Honestly, I think you take that right now because he doesn't have a lot of pieces. I think you take that game. Uh, I think the running game, obviously, Melvin Gordon, eight of 26. I uh, don't think you need a little need a little bit more so out of him. But, you know, yeah, but you need more out of Gordon. He gave more carries. He's your goal line. Kill him a lot. And he had basically had it on one run. But with the, with the Broncos, I mean – you know, Hamilton played well, uh, who you mentioned in pregame. Hamler obviously had the big catch to put this game, you know, for Denver as a W. Uh, Noah Fant uh, was catching his targets. Judy, again, four receptions, though, but 10 targets. He is not being what you want him to be this early. And, you know, I mean, this team, you know, I get it. They were up on them big. But the defense of Denver, I've said this for a while to you, I think is pretty decent. 
and it's not bad. And I, I think, you know, at the end of that game, you know, they did a great job holding the Chargers to six. And it's what got them the win. Broncos responded in the fourth quarter and give Vic Fangio, a guy that I think should be getting sacked by the end of the season, credit because he was able to fight through the win. And, you know, Anthony Lynn slipped through it. Bryce, what's your thoughts? Uh, it's incredible that Denver is three and four. That's my thoughts. I mean, the thing is, is the Chargers were up 24 to three halfway through the third quarter and they lose. Oh yeah. You lose, you lose to drew lock who hasn't even played an entire NFL season, right. As a quarterback, you lose to Deshaun. Yeah. Right. Coming off an injury, Deshaun Hamilton, a a, a, a Penn state, young receiver, KJ Hamler, another rookie Penn state wide receiver. You lose to these guys on the outside. Yeah. And, and you're, and if you're Anthony Lynn, you are a defensive head coach. You have a solid defense. You have a great front seven. Yep. Great. And, you can't, and that's not, you a, can't yeah. close the game. Now I'll put some of this on Justin Herbert too, right? He threw two picks this game. I agree. I right? agree with that. I, this is, we, we finally see Justin Herbert make some mistakes. Yeah. Okay. Which We've is a part praising of him. Yeah. Right. It's part of the growing pains. I understand that. I mean, I, I really don't have any other complaints offensively. I mean, he got guys more involved this time. I mean, Keenan Allen saw sure. a slight drop in his targets from like, you know, 15 to 11. You finally get Mike Williams, who's a big play guy involved. I think That's he needs to be them. involved in, in the offense more, right? I agree um, with that. You know, the running game is fine between Justin Jackson and and Josh Kelly and, uh, and Pope there. Yeah, I think it's just you limit the turnovers. I think you win this game. I think you, and your defense has to show up. They got to show up, man. It, yeah. This is unfortunately the Chargers. This is this is my what they be this year. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll go yeah. from there. NFC West, another battle in the NFC West. Bryce, let's talk about that. Niners. They're actually three. They were three and O away this season. Fun little fact. And they lost their first game uh, on the road to the Seattle uh, to the Seattle Seahawks 37 to 27 and you know Bryce obviously no Carson uh this was not you know no Carson no high this is a different look for them but I, I okay all right I want to I want to talk about this guy but I don't want to talk about him like everybody else because everybody's just kind of jumping through the roof at it but you know Russell Wilson played well DK Metcalf looked like Superman and, you know, this was a defense that um, I, I still think there's legitimate concerns in the passing game. Anybody they play is throwing over the top. You know, if you have decent receivers, you're going to do well, as shown by what San Francisco did, despite the loss. Kendrick Bourne came in. Good talent, by the way, Kendrick Bourne. Eight of 81 on 10 yeah, targets. Brandon I, he is underused. And Brandon Ayuk, eight of 91, a touchdown on 11 targets. Both of those guys are going to have success. And that's the way it is for any team that faces Seattle. If I'm a receiver, I'm licking my chops. And the running game for San Francisco is what their bread and butter is. 12 of 29 is the best that you got from the 49ers this week. That's not good enough. This defense showed, in my opinion, that they're banged up this week. There's no hideout. There was no hiding on that. You gave up 37 points. This was a... I think this is a game where Seattle just played like Seattle and move on. Yeah, I don't think this thing. needs to be a huge discussion. Bryce, well, what do you think? I mean, the thing, yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson, you know, Metcalf came back with a vengeance after a frustrating week uh, yeah. last week. Sure. Um, but, I mean, San Francisco, they lose Jimmy G again, ankle injury. 
Crowley yeah, came back too soon, like I said a couple point. weeks ago, great right? Point. Great point. Uh, Coleman, you just activate him off IR. He gets hurt again. again. Debo Samuel already hurt again. Okay. Uh, and then you lose Kittle for the year. Or, well, I guess well, they're saying eight weeks. I think it's probably going to be the year. Longer, I think they're just, yeah. I think, you know, this might be. And you know what's crazy? Is San Francisco's four and four. Like, it's not like they're out of it. But it feels like they're just out of it. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, I, I, I agree. And that's it's, coaching. It's hard to recover from that. It, that's oh, coaching. Yeah, yeah Shanahan yeah. has been incredible. I mean, Nick Mullins came in and it, he didn't have a bad game. 18 to 25, no, 238, two touchdowns. I'm not mad at that. No, and this is a guy that they benched for uh, for um, uh, Bethard uh, yeah. not too long ago. So. Fair point. I mean, it'll be interesting how they what they do moving forward. If they're just going to tank the season, or if Kyle Shanahan's going to say "screw that," now we're going to play, we're going to play. Yeah. So something and, to keep an eye on. Yeah, and then you know, just some games that you know we aren't going to discuss in too big of you know too big of detail. Uh, Atlanta uh, beat Carolina on Thursday night, twenty-five to seventeen. Uh, the Raiders didn't blow a lead. Yeah, exactly. Raiders uh, beat the Browns sixteen to six. And the Chiefs did their thing against the absolutely hideous uh, New York Jets. And and for that reason alone, Bryce, we'll get into our segments. And, you know, here's the thing. Uh, with the get the sack segments, with the hit the panic se- segments, I mean, we all like doing them. But this time we're going to mix it up. We're going to do hit the panic button first. And, you know, I'll take it away. And my hit the panic button this week is absolutely the Green Bay Packers. Because you can't lose to Minnesota. Can't do it. Um, I, I don't think you can do that. This is a team in Minnesota that I think has a chance. I want to be clear in my words. I think Minnesota has a chance to be, you know, fight and get a better record than what people think they will right now at two and five. But you can't lose to them at home with Aaron Rodgers playing the way he is and letting Dalvin Cook literally do whatever he wants. And that's not to dismiss Dalvin Cook, because Dalvin Cook, in my opinion, Bryce Shetty, I'm making the stake right the right the crap now. Dalvin Cook's the best running back in the league right now. And he showed it, he showed it this week. He showed it this week. He showed it this week. And this is exactly what you, you know, you want if you're Minnesota. And for Green Bay, this was just this is bad all the way around. Bad all the way around. All the way to look at it. Interesting on him a Camara, him a Camara, him a Camara. I mean, what about McCaffrey? You're forgetting about McCaffrey. Well, McCaffrey's hurt. I'm saying you look at what the production's been over the season. Not Derrick Henry, not Aaron Jones. Look at Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is hurt right now. And then obviously, when I'm looking at, when I'm just saying he's in that conversation, you could be looking at him at three to four. I think it's not that hot of a take to say that he's the best. I'd probably Camara Cook, Camara Cook. All right. I'll say that. My panic button this week, Caleb. You, Caleb seems to think it's premature. I don't think so. I'm not. I'm I, no. I'm going for it. Okay, we're here on the Linsanity. We're going to cause some Linsanity here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. Okay. You, you, you definitely are with this. I am hitting the panic button on the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm doing this. <laughs> okay. Okay, you can't win the big games. You can't do it. They are physically incapable of winning a big game. You lose to the Chiefs. You get annihilated by the Chiefs. You get you get stood up by the Steelers. You know why? Because these teams are not afraid of Lamar Jackson. They're just not. 
the the Lamar Jackson experiment is no longer feared among the league. If you have a solid defense, if you if you faced him before, you are you are you are going to you don't scare Lamar Jackson and his running ability doesn't scare you. His read option doesn't scare you. His arm doesn't scare you. I I am genuinely concerned. I am not worried about the Ravens defense. I am more worried about the offense. Lamar Jackson can can run and get it get his yards. Okay. That's cute. That's cute. Get a receiver I, by the deadline. I I don't even know if you, yeah, I mean get a receiver but Hollywood Brown is good. Uh, you, yes. Yes, him, you got to use him better. You, yeah. Lamar Jackson if you force if if you tell me that game's on the line and Lamar yeah. Jackson has to make a throw. Yeah. Oh, I, I I'll take I'll take the bet that he doesn't make the throw. I'll take that bet. Every day. I'll take that bet. Welcome to the Lid Sanity. Bryce Shaddy is and you, uh, and you know what? You know what Caleb? making a claim even, this week. I'll even go as far as this. Go Give ahead. Me Joe Burrow. Over Lamar Jackson, the oh, next ten no. years. Oh. The next ten years, yeah. Give me Joe Burrow. <laughs> Give me Joe Burrow over Lamar Jackson. You want to lock that in? Oh, lock it in. Oh, lock it in. Lock it in. Lock, lock it in, Alex. Give right. me Joe Burrow over Lamar Jackson the next oh, ten years. Wow. Oh, okay. All yep. right. All right. Okay. I mean, all right, Burrow, Burrow. I'm not. I'm not going to comment on this. I'm just letting this be your own individual Do it. take. Do it. You I'm not commenting on Come it. Come on, give it. I'm to not me. commenting. I'm not commenting take? on it. I'm not commenting on it. Embarrassing. I'm not commenting on it. I'm letting you take this one. Embarrassing. Uh, you know. And here's the thing. I mean, for our get the sack. Um, I mean, I hate it because I got the same last name as him. But Anthony Lynn has to get it for me. Yes. Oh. I, I I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. He's, 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 uh, I always root for my lens and he just choked it again. He choked it again to a team. He shouldn't have lost to. It literally pains me as I am saying all of this because I just, the chargers have to win this game, Bryce. They have to win this game, and they didn't, and it's because of ah, coaching, adjustments, whatever you want to call it. This was bad. Anthony Lynn got, gets the sack. I, I don't like doing it. This is his first time he's gotten it from me, and I think anybody that's been on the show, and I think rightfully so this week. Bryce, thoughts here? My get the sack this week is none other than Mike Vrabel, the Tennessee Titans. He was not a good coach this week. You have lost two straight games to the Steelers, and it really didn't feel close. And then you lose to the Cincinnati Bengals, a significantly worse team. Yeah, way worse. You can't even get a sack against a backup offensive line, essentially. And you let a rookie quarterback just tear you up. Tear, tear, tear. And, and, you know, props to the Bengals' defense for for hanging tough. Right. Yeah. Mike Vrabel, you deserve to get the sack this week. Don't drop two in a row, especially to one game where you shouldn't have lost. Period. 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 Yep. No other way to look at that. And uh, you know, as we as we move forward, Bryce, we do have our uh, Monday night game. And uh, you know, Tampa, um point blank lucky win. Giants had their opportunities throughout the entire game. Uh I'm not 
Yeah, I mean, whatever you want to think about that last call. This PI. Whatever you want to think, I don't really care. There were, there were too many things that the Giants did to put themselves in a situation where they were losing. Daniel Jones, two interceptions, can't happen. Uh, definitely can't happen. Uh, but, you know, I thought that, you know, the running game was – not what you want want it to be if you're the Giants. Uh, the Giants did get some good play out of Shepard and Ingram, uh, and then Tate with that really good catch. But other than that, didn't give you enough. Um, th- this the Giants should have won this game, and I don't really care whether people think it's a PI or whether they don't. They should have won this game. Tampa gave them way too many chances. Um, this was a team that had absolutely no rhythm. Uh, in the first half and they just kind of got it going late in the second half, just because of, you know, a couple touchdowns from Brady and, you know, Bryce. And I thought Mike Evans played really well. I thought Gronk has been continuing his success. Uh, Ronald Jones did not lead the team in carries this week. Bryce Leonard Fournette did this week. It was flip flopped, uh, which I think could be interesting, obviously, because that's going to be something to follow. And, and the defense in general for Tampa Bryce is starting to be really, really good. This is a really, really good defense. They've got good pieces at linebacker. This is a good D-line with some good pass rush with JPP and with Shag Barrett and every all those guys. They're really – McClendon, who they picked up. This is a good team. Uh, but to be honest with you, Bryce, the Giants should have won this. Uh, and it's yeah. not because of the PI. It's because of a lot more to do with that. Yeah, I mean, Daniel Jones had two really bad interceptions where you're just kind of like, man, you should have known better than that. Now, I yeah. mean, Daniel Jones made great plays at the end, towards the end of the game to try and lead him back and win the game. Now, yep. I want to give a big shout-out to Evan Ingram. I ripped him last oh, week. Oh, you took him to shreds. I, I ripped him. And you know what? He came back, and he had a really nice game. He even made – uh, he even made up for that catch that he missed against Philly. He made another. He made a great fingertip catch. Yeah, he did uh, over the over the shoulder. Yeah, he did. You know, great game out of Evan Ingram. They got him more, more involved in the passing game, not the sure. running game. Sure. Yeah, right. You use him correctly. I really yeah. like what I saw at Evan Ingram. He had ten targets. He only had five. I mean, you like to see the catch. The catches go up um, to match the targets, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but. Bingo. I mean, this is, you know, this is, this is good for Evan Ingram. Kind of get his confidence back. Um, but yeah, I mean, New York, the Giants said it exactly where they wanted him, right? I mean, yep. you have that kill, the second interception that Daniel Jones throws just yep. absolutely kills that drive. Yep. They were, they were driving the ball on that, on that tough Tampa Bay defense. Mm-hmm. They were going to get some, or at least a chance at some points, uh-huh. whether it's a touchdown or field goal. Yep. And it, it, you give it back to Brady and you know what's going to happen. Right. You, you just can't do that with an, a talented offense like that. It's typical Giants. It's yep. just typical. Yep. It's, it's unfortunate. typical. And, and, and that's exactly what you get uh, from a one in seven football team. Uh, it's just what you get. Bad coaching. Uh, uh, Joe Judge was a horrible coach. I've never thought Joe Judge was a good coach ever since he stepped in that facility. Meanwhile, Bryce Shetty was riding all over him in the beginning of the season. Uh, he's definitely not. Uh, doing that time, right man. now. No, you've Just been you've been time. sitting there. You've been sitting there trying to give him a lot of praise right now. He's one in seven for a reason, Bryce. Let's get used to it. And as we as we move forward, I mean, here here we go with our our, uh, our quick preview for for TNF and Thursday night football and and Packers Niners. The uh, Niners banged up, obviously. Green Bay coming off a loss. Uh, any thoughts here? Prediction on what this game could be like? 
uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to have five touchdowns because um, he's going to be mad. Hopefully they get Aaron Jones back this week. We don't know the status of A.J. Dillon, Jamal Williams. Um, A.J. Dillon tested positive for COVID, was in close contact for Jamal Williams. So it might be the Aaron Jones show. I really don't know who their four-string running back is, to be honest with you, Caleb. I have no idea. I don't idea. think they do. I don't really think they do. So, <laughs> um, so that'll be interesting. Um, but I just I, – I, the Niners just have so many injuries, especially on the offensive side of the football. I, I don't know what they're going to be able to do. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have enough – um, they don't have enough. The Niners, they, they don't have enough. I think I do like what they have on the outside. Um, I mean, maybe you get Samuel back. That helps you a little bit, but if Garoppolo can't go because of the short week, I'm not betting on Nick Mullins, uh, to pull it out against green Bay, despite how I think about their defense. So that's just something to keep an eye on. And, in Bryce Shaddy, uh, you know, we got through our content. We got through everything. And uh, thank you for coming on the Lynn Sanity once again. And uh, we might be having you on Wednesday uh, as we do our trade deadline chatter pod. Uh, Zach Griffith will be joining me on Wednesday. Uh, and that'll, that'll be good. So, uh, Bryce, hopefully you can come Wednesday. But if not, thank you for coming on. And, uh, and we also have plenty coming from the, from the running hook. Get running hook podcast network as well. Uh, we're going to be able to provide, you know, Alex Burr, Dylan Hughes uh, are going to, you know, be a part of their, uh, you know, do their thing on their podcast, triple option. Uh, who's been off last week, but I believe they're coming back this week with an episode. Uh, they're going to have plenty of content for you regarding college football right now and the, the state of, of where it's at. And, uh, you know, we have plenty of stuff from JD uh, and Bryce and Zach from Battleground. Uh, you know, there's there's plenty to look at. There's plenty to keep an eye on. Zach also has his movie podcast for all of you entertaining uh, movie people. So, uh, you know, here we are at the running hook. Uh, you know, Bryce, we're, we're halfway through the season. Okay. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're doing, yeah, we are. we're doing, I think we're doing pretty well. How about you? Yeah, absolutely, man. It's been a blast. Love breaking I, it down, man. I know. Love breaking it down. You gotta love breaking it down and you gotta love breaking it down in the insanity. And for that reason, I am out.